Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. So Kate, I don't usually talk about my job, my actual job job all that often on this, but I saw something recently on my job job, which I'm not going to call my job job, because <laughs> job, it's fun. Job, job job. Um, I saw something on my job job that was kind of fascinating. You know how people binge, like, shows, and they binge movies and things oh, like yeah. that? Well, you know, DVDs, like, physical DVDs, their sales have gone down, but they're not going away. They're, they're still kind of hanging on in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. So this company has created what they call binge boxes, where they will put a whole bunch of things together, and then they give them funny names. So one of them is like, please be nicer to Leo, and it was Titanic, The Revenant, Basketball Diaries, and oh, something else where he gets horribly beat up in some way. I can't remember what it was. So that those are the, but they call them binge boxes. It's a bunch of movies with a sort who, of a theme. Who puts these together? Uh, it's a company called Midwest. And, uh, and libraries can buy them. And then people can just binge. So there's like, um, like, like a bunch of like, uh, wacky Christmas ones, like National Lampoon, Bad Santa, you know, mm-hmm. like, and then they just put them all together, like Don't Go in the Water was one of them. Uh, one of them had to do with a quote that The Rock used to say when he wrestled, but I don't understand what it is. Anyway, I'm Jeez. just telling you, this is a weird thing that exists. You smell what The Rock's cooking? That's it. Yeah. Yes, that's the name of the box. <laughs> the box is, can you smell with or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah what The yeah. Rock's cooking? Yeah. Why, why do you know that? Because that was his thing. Okay. That was like what he said all the time. Yeah, but and you, then he would raise you, one eyebrow and like... Right, but you you know it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else you know? What? More picture books than ever before because of this podcast. That's that's a fact. It is a fact. I know a hundred and-ish. <laughs> hundred plus, let's say. Yeah, okay, sure. Okay, hundred plus. That's not bad. That's I know good. over a hundred children's <laughs> books. It's entirely possible you'll forget brag, the first ones that we did, and oh, then we I, can go back to them someday. No, I definitely forgot them. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to just... That's actually how this is going to work. After we finish reading all the classic picture books, we're going to start at the beginning again and just work our way through for like a second Like the run. Gruffalo, I remember it was about like a big furry thing. And yes. I think there was a woodpecker. Yep, you remember weird... That, you know what? That's almost worth a blog post. What Kate remembers from yeah. these picture books. Yeah. And then you just, like... I don't remember anything images else. To start. But to, not to get ahead of ourselves, what do we do on this podcast? Oh, we talk about children's picture books. Why do we do that? Because you said, Kate, let's do a podcast about children's picture books. And I said, I don't know any. And you're like, that's perfect. You went, and like, I said, okay. Like, like, you're doing our origin story more yeah, than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's not untrue. I did do that. And we do do that. We do it to determine which ones are classics, which ones are crap, which ones are classic crap, which ones are crappy classics. Exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a whole range. It's a, it's a rainbow of choices. Yeah. Today's book... Uh, is one that we have not done, but we have done one by this author-illustrator pairing. 
Um, very often we see books that are just done by one person. Yeah. Occasionally we see books that are done by two. Uh-huh. Very rarely do we see more than one book by the same two people. But today's book is an exception. It came out in 1989. I'm going to pull it out of my bag right here. The True Story of the Three Little Pigs by John Sheska. Yes, illustrated by Lane Smith. Yes, so this is the same duo that brought us the Stinky Cheese Man. Yeah. As you might recall. And and you and I ran into Mr. John Sheska at the uh, at the last ALA conference. Yeah, he's wearing a... his purple co- purple coat. He said he's a grandpa. Yes, he had, he's uh, recently a grandpa. Yeah. So he's got his first grandchild there. But I was just thinking, I was five when this book came out. <laughs> yes, you were. You were five. You would have been the ideal age for this. And in fact, I'm pretty sure the Martins owned this book. I could be wrong, but that is sort of what I remember. But yes, why don't you, why don't you take that book? Why don't you read that book up? Okay. All right. While Kate does her read, I'm going to give you a fun fact about this book. Uh, well, to be specific, it's not so much about this book as it's about the Norton Anthology of Children's Literature. Sounds very grand, doesn't it? The Norton Anthology of Children's Literature. You have to say it like that or it doesn't count. Um, so the fun fact is that book got the title of this book wrong. I kid you not. See, grab your copy of the Norton Anthology of Children's Literature, like we all own. And turn to page 875, and it's it's just a little goof. Um, they call it the story of the three little pigs, rather than the true story of the three little pigs. Uh, I do believe that the inclusion of the true is necessary, Norton. I think you messed up. Nay, it is imperative. But they kind of make up for the gaff when they talk about Cheska and they finish his bio by saying this, quote, critics, I, I don't even, I can't do a British accent, so I'm gonna just say it loftily. Critics have called Cheska's work postmodern. Children call it funny. Good save, Norton, me pal. We'll let you off the hook this time. Kate's back. I'm back. Hello. Hello. How's the book? Uh... Well, oh good. Let's <laughs> let's start at the very beginning. So you said this was by John Cheska. It was. Well, it as told to John Cheska. Oh, you're right. Yes, yeah, technically, technically. Yeah, you're right. It's by Alexander T. Wolf, also known as A. Wolf. Al. Yeah. Or Al. Yes. So he gives his side of the story, explaining the whole story of the three little pigs because mm-hmm. the story makes him out to sound like a bad guy right. and he kind of wants to give it his take right. on the situation. Clear the record. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So totally fair. way back once upon a time he had this awful cold and he was making a birthday cake for his dear old granny and he kept mm-hmm. on sneezing and he ran out of sugar. Right. Okay, I don't really get this page because he's got like a thermometer in his mouth, but yes. he's got like stuff all over his tail, his ear, and he didn't. Is, is it, it? Well, he is. It looks like frosting, but oh, I would have thought maybe milk. Yeah, maybe milk. But the milk's over here. Like there's, and it's not snot. It's not flour. 
I don't know what is all over him that's been like splashed on him. Yeah, because it's it's been you can see the splatter effect is towards him as if one had thrown an egg at his chest, but the egg was entirely white. I mean that right. is right, and if it's unclear. not, it wouldn't like go backwards against right. him, especially not on your tummy. So yeah, I'm a little baffled myself as to what exactly was going on here. I mean, the idea being that he is such a powerful sneeze that whatever he was working that maybe it was milk and he that's the rest of it and i have no idea i have no idea either very baffling also why is he baking when he should very clearly seriously. be seriously she should be making him a cake well and he's got like bunny ears coming out of this like bowl well that's just authenticity here's the thing yeah. nobody wants your bunny snot cake buddy that's yeah. not a thing <laughs> nobody wants nobody it nobody wants your bunny go snot back cake. your bunny snot cake can go away i would make a very good t-shirt by the way nobody bunny wants your bunny snack cake. <laughs> so he decides to have at it and really try and make this cake, and he mm-hmm. just wants a cup of sugar, so sure. he goes to his neighbor's house. Who hasn't done that? Which I haven't. You haven't ever done that? No. I did it when I lived around the corner from a friend. Uh, right. When we happened to live around the corner from each other. I, I would just go to the store. These days, because if tend you run to out of the, sugar, yeah. chances are you're going to need more sugar. Yeah. So just go buy sugar. I, you know, I'm. it's funny. My whole network of my neighborhood is on the same, like, like texting thing. I could easily just text and say, hey, can I borrow a cup of sugar? And someone would say yes. But it don't. No. Yeah. And you, you just, know why not? So that this very situation doesn't occur. So he decides to go over to the first pig's house that the house is made of straw. And he knocks on the door, which of course knocks the straw down. And he says, little pig, little pig, are you in? And then his nose starts to itch, which Mm. we all know that feeling. Oh, yeah. And then he sneezes. And he sneezes so hard that his bow tie, like, comes flying off. Wow. But then on the next page, it's suddenly back (gasps) on. What? Get Maybe... It was the pig's bow tie, but no, no it no, seemed no. to clearly come it's, from him. Yeah. Oh no, it, it's it's on him, his neck. Maybe it's one of those fake bow ties that sound like elastic, and it just like went right back on. And maybe the elastic is black, and you can't see it <laughs> against the black background. <laughs> I'm stretchy. I just thought it was weird. Very but, strange. But his glasses but, go off too, and they're also back on. Right. Mm. But then it's apparently he kills the pig. Well, he did knock down his house on him. I I thought the story was that the pig runs to the next house. Oh, no, no. Actually, I've read many, many different versions. And in the original version, the wolf does, in fact, blow down the house, kill the pig, eat the pig. I, I have never... That is the original Three Little Pigs. In fact, if you really want to be authentic... In the it, first of all, it's much longer than the one you're aware of because to he the third pig does this weird elaborate ruse where like they're going to fairs together and picking apples and it's a whole long thing, and in the end, the wolf climbs up the chimney right and then goes down the chimney and and falls into the pot whereupon he is boiled alive and eaten by the pig, who technically eats both the wolf and his two siblings because the wolf ate the two siblings. Gross. Yeah. Old fairy tales are gross. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I, I so you always, didn't know that. I know. I'd always known that. It's, the a, big, pig, it's a bit of a shock the, to the find the pig, pig goes to the second house, and yeah. then the first and second pig go to the third. That's house. when they make it a little more modern and kid friendly. They'll do that, but Got if it. they're being well, authentic, that was the last time I heard the uh, story of three little pigs. So. Fun, fun facts. So now he goes to the second house, mm. which after eating the first pig, mm-hmm. goes to the second house, which is the house of sticks, and now the second pig does tell him to leave. And after that, he grabs the doorknob. 
So... Oh, see, he's... Even now... See, he's an unreliable narrator, which you don't tend to find in picture books all that often. Because, yeah, it says... The pig says, Go away, wolf. You can't come in. I'm shaving the hairs on my chinny-chin-chin. Mm-hmm. I had just grabbed the doorknob. Ah, see... You're doing a you're doing some good detective work here. Yeah, if this was an interrogation. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe it. So yeah, he, should get him on the stand here. And then, how do you know that the pig is actually dead? You know, when he blows, he sneezes again. House blows down. Right. The pig isn't on the ground. It could just be that he was knocked unconscious. It's true. But he you decides don't, to well, eat the pig it, anyway. It's very interesting that Lane Smith has chosen not to show their faces, really. Right. Because they are being eaten, and uh, who wants to eat a thing with a face? True. <laughs> so now that the wolf has ate the first and second pig, mm. he still wants his cup of sugar to yeah. make his, what was it? Bunny snot nose cake. Bunny snot. <laughs> was it? No, it was just I a bunny snot cake. That was what it was. It was just a bunny snot cake. It was a bunny snot cake. Let's then, not get fancier. Right. Yeah. And then it goes to the third <laughs> house, and I don't... How is the wolf calling the third pig impolite? Like, just go to the store. Yeah, seriously. Get your own sugar. At this sugar. point. Also, buy yourself some Dayquil while you're at it. Yeah. Get rid of that mm-hmm, cold mm-hmm. and then make a cake. That's what I'm talking about. So, I do get, though, because the pig... So, here's their whole conversation. Okay. I'm going to take all right. away all the context of, like, the diet, you know, oh, the, right. the, yeah, inner, yeah, yeah. the inner thoughts of the wolf in between. Sure. This is all that's said. Okay. Mr. Pig, Mr. Pig, are you in? Get out of here, wolf. Don't bother me again. And your old granny can sit on a pin. So isn't that interesting that the mm. pig, for no reason, seems to have just gone brings, out of his way, brings up Granny? Yes. The wolf didn't even ask for the cup of sugar. I mean, if the pig is already aware that his siblings have been eaten, he's probably feeling a bit testy. But does he know? Or does he just? He also says again, right? Like the wolf has been there before. And don't bother me again. Don't bother. Oh, just don't bother me again. Okay. Yeah. After today. Yeah. I say, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I just thought that was weird. Um, but mm. but I, I get that... But this is also from the wolf's memory, and he may just be... Making trying, that up. Yeah, trying to make himself look good. Right. Like, but, and he insulted my grandmother. Which I would totally feel defensive, and I would want to stand up and, and do something about that, too. If right. you said right. something about I mean, my... You take that line if down. you said that my granny should sit on a pin. <laughs> so, Seriously. So then the wolf says he goes a little crazy, and that's when, like, the cops came and the press, and that's when he was, like, huffing and puffing and making a scene. Mm -hmm. And then you get to this page where it says, and the rest, as they say, is history. And it's a page of a newspaper that says, Big Bad Wolf, A.T. Wolf, Big and Bad. And then you have these other, like, headlines, like, Red Riding Hood settles dispute out of court. And I was reading, like, underneath the article of Wolf, I'll huff and I'll puff. And it's like there's a there's talk about a jewelry theft. There's, <laughs> there's a senator debate. There's a, there's a lot about this chemical plant explosion <laughs> that like left 500 people homeless. Whoa! I'm like this is really sad. I know. It's like Lane Smith nothing... found the saddest newspaper pieces to cut up and include in his collage. He's like, where's where's the good tragedies? And then... Thank God Chernobyl wasn't there. Yeah, so then, you know, the wolf is like, so that's what happened, that's the whole story, I was framed, Mm -hmm. and the very end of the book says, but maybe you could loan me a cup of sugar, and he's leaning out of a jail cell, Mm -hmm. and the cop is a pig. I believe the reporters were also pigs. He seems to be a wolf in a pig's world. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um, So to be fair, the dice may be 
stacked against him, but uh But I like whoever whatever whoever kid had this book yeah. underneath where it says but maybe you can loan me a cup of sugar in pencil. It says very lightly bum <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He can't buy his own sugar. He can't get some Dayquil. He's just he's just a bum. Two thoughts about that. The other great picture book where the word bum uh, comes at the end wasn't in the paper bag princess and yeah. you, Ronald, are a bum. Uh-huh. I believe that's that. Also, I almost wonder if they, if somebody wrote bum um, because you another term for lending is to bum something. Can you bum me a mm. cup of sugar? So I have yeah. no idea. But why would you put it after the thing? No, he's a bum. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's... Well, and it's funny. There you was got a, it right, kid. You know, John Cheska uh, talked about this in a, in a Barnes & Noble video once. And he said, I get a lot of mail from kindergartners. Actually, a lot of it is addressed to A. Wolf saying, Dear Mr. Wolf, you were bad. You should be in jail. Which I think is pretty hysterical. They're like... <laughs> Kind of a little mini fundamentalist all on their own. <laughs> like, I have cute. seen the sin and I have judged thee accordingly. <laughs> you are a bad wolf. Um, yeah, so this was their first book, John, Cheska, and Lane Smith. Interesting. Didn't really look like anything else that was out there. Kind of broke down the fourth wall in some ways, and the art certainly. I think Lane Smith had been doing Neil Gaiman graphic novels before mm. this and some other stuff, artsy adult stuff, but he had not, I don't think he'd done many books for kids at this point. Um, so apparently the, the the story behind this story is that uh, John and Lane met in a zoo. I don't know what the context is for that. They just met in a zoo. And they decided to do the thing you're absolutely never, ever supposed to do when you're trying to sell a picture book. Um, go in together. Because when you write a picture book, you're not supposed to have art with it. You're supposed to just go in with your text and they'll pair you with an artist. Hmm. But apparently Lane Smith had an appointment with an editor to show his, uh, his portfolio of art, show what he could do. And he brought John's manuscript with him. And she took a look at him and she was like, Bada bing, bada boom, let's do it. And then instant fame and glory and rocket ships to the moon. They got it, they got it all. Uh, I believe, as Mr. Sheska has said himself, our first book, The True Story of the Three Little Pigs, sold 30 bazillion copies in eight <laughs> languages. Which I believe sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange little book. Um, it assumes that you know the Three Little Pigs story. But yes. even more than that, it assumes that you, and I hadn't really realized this before until you pointed out, it assumes you know the original Three Little Pig story. Because he could have gone to jail just for knocking down people's houses. Yeah. There was no trespassing to have him eat the pigs. I mean, breaking and entering. I mean, sure. <laughs> it didn't have to be murder. It didn't have to be murder, and yet it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, you're, you're, we have never done a Maisie the Mouse book. These cute little British books about this mouse, but the woman who did it is British, and she did a book of five fairy tales called Yummy, in which basically people are eating each other the entire time, done in this very cute little style with very simple words. And they, she did the three little pigs and included not only the wolf eating the first two pigs, but also the wolf getting eaten. Oh. So I was like, 
I, I kind of weirdly just kind of admire that in a weird way. Okay. And I, I've, I've read that book many times to my children. They have yet to be scarred for life by it. <laughs> they are aware that pigs get eaten. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there's an honesty to that. So your rating? Ratings time. Um, I like it a lot. It's funny how little I remember it sometimes, though. I mean, it was notable when it first came out. I'm, it's funny. The art is super eye-catching and original. Um, there's really not a lot. A lot of things since this book came out, it was such a hit it became like copycat books are everywhere. There's a book from the perspective of the evil stepsisters, and there's a book from the perspective of, you know, all sorts of things. So it's, it's engendered so many copycats. I like it. I'm a 5.5 on it. Okay. I gave this a 6.5. Mm-hmm. I had given the Stinky Cheese Man an 8. Oh, you remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I... I would agree that it's a stronger book of the two. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, not to say that this is a bad story. Mm, no. Um, it's just, I don't think it's as strong. Yeah. And it also the whole idea of, like, making a cake while you're sick is super gross. <laughs> okay, what kind of cake is that again? Was that... Um, that's a bunny snot cake. Oh, it's a bunny snot cake. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. Nobody wants your bunny snot cake. Well, clearly. <laughs> especially if you don't have enough sugar for it. Right. Just so... buy, go buy sugar, go buy NyQuil, go stay in bed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go take care of yourself. You be you. <laughs> so it's a classic. It's a classic. Yay, yes. that's nice. All right, letters time. Yes. We have two letters. Ooh. The first letter is uh, kind of a visual. So I'm going to have to include this in the, the Instagram. I'm going to have to include this in the Facebook. I'm going to have to include it in the show notes. Um, it comes from Karen. It's referring to a book that we did quite a while ago. Do you remember After the Fall, which was the Humpty Dumpty book? Oh, yeah. We, the, so it was by Dan, San, yeah, it was by Dan Santana. We thought it might have a chance at a Caldecott Award. So this was during our Caldecott Contenders. But that was... But right. not the last one. Yeah, the one we did two years ago. Uh-huh. So this was quite a while ago. Uh, well, she said that... Um, she wrote... I've learned about After the Fall from your podcast and wanted to share with you a book with the same slash similar title, Humpty Dumpty After the Fall by Woody Cohen. It is an amazing book and I highly recommend it. I am fortunate to have a signed copy. I will say I have not read this book. I had never even heard of this book, but the cover is hypnotizingly horrific. Uh, oh. Because you've got Humpty Dumpty like broken open with the yoke, oh. sort of like, like sort of like cupped there, but like a hand I believe is kind of like reaching out. It's fascinating. <laughs> I desperately want to read this book. So thank you for the recommendation. I would like to see it because it looks terrifying. <laughs> Next up, we have a email from Lark, uh, who is back from vacation, and she was referring to. Uh, well, to Dr. Seuss, basically, because we you know we just did the uh, the Cat in the Hat episode uh-huh. here. She says, Dr. Seuss's books can indeed be very scary when read properly, as Kate alluded to. In college, we had a coffee house open mic dedicated to Dr. Seuss on his birthday. It was unforgettable because of my art history professor. Dr. Walford is a tall, thin Englishman with scary eyes, <laughs> giant living eyebrows, a goatee, and a deep, resonant voice. Think... Vincent Price, but more elegant. He read Green Eggs and Ham to us that evening in tones that would make your blood creep through your veins. He even had someone turn out the lights as he slowly read, Would you? Could you? 
in the dark. <laughs> to this day, I can't read Green Eggs and Ham without thinking of it. We could probably start a whole new podcast just reading Dr. Seuss texts in variously terrifying and funny ways. Yeah. Or um, uh, or the Toast, the, the scary book... You know, the thing that they used to do with... Oh, children's books made horrific. Yeah, you could toast... totally do that with Seuss. Oh, well, that would be truly horrifying. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I haven't looked them up recently. I, they, they haven't done a lot of the books. I should see if they have uh, done any that we haven't done yet. Yeah. Um, just in case we've... Just in case we've missed something terrifying. Okay. Just in case. You never know. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Grown-up things we like. Right. Well, we were talking about food, you know, eating pigs and... And, uh, uh, and delicious cakes. Right. And delicious cakes. But so, it's not cakes. So, he, speaking of food, um, it's a... You can watch it on YouTube. It's a series called Hot Ones, where this guy will interview celebrities while they progressively eat um, chicken wings with hot sauce. Mm -hmm. And they'll have ten different kinds of hot sauce. And they'll go from very mild, like Cholula, all the way until, like, you know death. Wow. <laughs> and so you can watch, and as they're eating the chicken wings, he'll interview them. Mm -hmm. So, like, Kevin Hart has done it, Halle Berry has done it, um, Dax Shepard, who's married to Kristen Bell, mm -hmm. he's the only one who not only got through the hottest hot sauce, mm -hmm. but actually asked for another chicken wing <laughs> to put more of the oh. number 10 hot sauce oh. on it. And, uh, and Kristen Bell, you know, of course, mm -hmm. she likes hot sauce, too, so she also does it. It's very funny. Ah. Um, so if ever you want to watch celebrities ride in around pain. in pain. In pain. <laughs> um, and not all of them can go all the way, you know? That is, that is almost the internet just sort of synthesized into a single show. Like yeah. That, yeah. I mean, I feel like Wreck-It Ralph 2 should have had a scene of this show in it in some it's way. It's very yeah. entertaining. Hot, it sounds entertaining. Hot ones. So. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Well done. Mine's a creepy graphic novel for adults. Oh. Yes. Uh, so there's this book. It came out last year. It was called Upgrade Soul. It was by Ezra Clayton Daniels. And the concept is this. It's that, you know, people get older. And so these, these scientists have sort of offered this chance where um, they have this technology that could make you have a, a younger body again. Um, your, your soul, your consciousness would be placed into this new body. Um, what... What could go terribly, horrifically wrong? I don't know. Uh, well, it turns out they weren't entirely honest. And in fact, what they were doing was creating cloned bodies that were younger so as to put the consciousness into those. But the bodies never quite got... They never... Imagine a fetus, but human-sized, with a consciousness um, of its own. And uh, the people have not had their consciousness transferred into them, and now they have basically a twin that looks like a giant walking fetus. Uh, <laughs> and that's where it starts. Wow. So it is really good, really horrifying, and uh, funny. It's actually got a lot of really good humor. What's it called? It's called Upgrade Soul. And it is just a really enjoyable <laughs> comic to read, even though it sounds terrifying, and it is. Uh, but okay. it's also uh, it's also good light reading about humanity. All right. Yay! Well, if we've gotten anything out of today's episode, I would have to say it's bunny snot cake. I think that's the takeaway. Uh, and now it's my tattoo because it can. I mean, I can put on a magnet if you want. 
Or you it could. I don't know if I want the word snot like and cake both on my oh, fridge at the same time. Oh, well, I'm aware of that. Yeah. But yeah. T-shirt? Do you want a t-shirt? No. I don't. I don't. Do you I want like a notebook? Could I have? Could I have a Christmas Bu ornament? Bumper sticker? No. 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 Okay. Okay. I've I've been bed. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse Eight and Kate is a Fuse Number Eight production. You can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at fuse underscore kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our dead parrot is Drew Atienza. Fuse8Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird.